With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Customs and Border Control confirms an officer has tested positive for COVID-19. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has the details. CBC was informed by the Public Health Department that one of the officers have tested positive for the coronavirus. The employee is now in isolation, and the Public Health Department has immediately began the required contact tracing. CBC Director Mr. Charles Clifford said, quote, We pray that our colleague will remain in good health and will test negative at the end of the two-week period of isolation. The need for further testing and isolation will be determined once the risk assessment is completed. More than 120 CBC officers and employees have been tested for COVID-19 so far and testing is continuing. CBC's policy is to sanitize the work area of an employee that has tested positive for COVID-19 immediately after notification of a positive result. Reporting for Radio Cayman News. I'm Dion Anglin. Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman wants to remind employers of their legal obligation to notify the department of the ending of employment for any of their employees. Radio Cayman's Paul Akel has the details. Under Section 9 of the Immigration Regulations, failure to notify the Department of Cessation of Employment is an offense and offenders are liable on conviction to a fine of $5,000. During this time, while the work deal with the challenges posed by COVID-19 to the Cayman Islands, they said they understand that things are not necessarily business as normal for many employers. However, work remain committed to serving you and keeping you informed as they aim to promote continued compliance with local immigration legislation. Work also wants to take this opportunity to remind employers of their legal obligation to ensure all employee work permits are current and up-to-date. Employees on work permits are not allowed to engage in any duties for any other employer or outside the approved occupation without approval from work. Failing to comply with this can also result in prosecution. The work thanks the employers who have already taken the necessary steps to comply with this requirement and they strongly encourage other employers to follow suit to avoid potential prosecution. Work permit cancellations should be submitted to wpcancellations at gov.ky. To report any immigration-related complaints or concerns, email workcomplaints at gov.ky or visit www.work.ky for additional details on services offered. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paula Cal. His Excellency the Governor Martin Roper says the proper procedures were met with this weekend's transfer of prison inmate Elmer Wright to a UK facility. As for the BA crew, which had to stay overnight, um, they were fully quarantined and remained in quarantine as for anybody who would be in a, a government facility. And the same arrangements applied to uh, the UK prison officers who came in to escort uh, the prisoner back. So everything was done fully in line with our procedures to ensure we take absolutely no risks on this. Back in June 2017, the 26-year-old Georgetown man was found guilty of aggravated burglary in relation to a home invasion in Patrick's Island. Officials say Wright's transfer to a UK prison Saturday under the Colonial Prisoners Removal Act 1884 was authorized by the UK and the Cayman Islands governments in, quote, the interests of national safety and security. As the country averages some 500 reported COVID-19 test results each day, the chief medical officer says we're in good shape when it comes to tests, swabs, and personal protective equipment. Dr. John Lee. We have got plentiful swabs. 
um, PPE we're doing well. The last time I looked, there was there was um, several weeks of, of supplies available for us. Should should we need to start using it at a at a at a, at a rapid rate? Cayman has between nine and twelve weeks supply of PPE on hand. A hundred and forty nine thousand tests and over two hundred thousand swabs. The government government has agreed to provide medical personnel as needed to the Cayman Islands. I'm pleased to advise that our previous request to the Cuban government for assistance with medical personnel during COVID-19 pandemic has received favorable consideration. I therefore wish to express sincere thanks to the Cuban government on behalf of the Cayman Islands government broadly and the Ministry of Health specifically for its kind consideration in this regard. Our health team will further advise with regards to our request in light of our current COVID-19 circumstance. Health Minister the Honorable Dwayne Seymour says although Cayman right now is in a favorable position, they are thankful for this alternative opportunity should it become necessary. Cuba has already dispatched medical staff, including doctors, to Italy and Jamaica to help them in their battle against COVID-19. Crews from the Cayman Islands Fire Service and Department of Environmental Health remain at the landfill site today. They're working to resolve a small but, quote, challenging fire first discovered on May 31st, last Thursday. Excavation, turning over, and damping down continues to be their strategy. They're trying to identify and douse a deep-seated vein of burning mixed waste. The chief fire officer says deep-seated fires can be challenging to resolve, but it is important to do so thoroughly, however small that fire may be to make sure that it doesn't have a chance to escalate further. The chief thanks the joint team for their persistent and meticulous efforts to bring the incident to a safe conclusion. We're expecting another update on the situation tomorrow morning. Cayman's borders may be closed, but that isn't stopping the Department of Tourism from reaching out to the world to showcase what these islands have to offer. Back Cave, they estimate the bluff to be 25 to 30 million years old, formed of a hard dolomite rock, and of course, as we said earlier, the Jamaican fruit bat and the barn owl are some of the common types of, of animals you'll find here on the island, in the caves especially. DOT has been hosting online events, including Monday's guided tour of some of Cayman Brack's caves with Kaino Daily. The fun continues tomorrow night with a culinary demonstration at 6 o'clock on Facebook. Things are moving at the post office. The Savannah branch is due to open tomorrow, and Cayman this weekend saw its first arrival of international mail. It's a small amount of mail received from Trinidad and Germany. We don't get to pick who sends us the mail. We're just happy we're getting mail again. And we do expect that having received this first dispatch of international mail, more countries will start to get their mail into us. Postmaster General Sheena Glasgow sums up their COVID-19 experience to date. We have been kept on our toes. First, we had to deal with just readjusting to the new normals of working again. And everything is the same, and yet nothing is the same. That said, she's pleased domestic mail is up and running again. And as I mentioned a moment ago, the Savannah branch is opening this week. It will join the airport branch in offering as many services as possible to the public. It's all with an aim of making life a little bit easier during these tough times. We have also been working towards opening other postal facilities, balancing customer safety at the same time as we have to balance staff safety. So it's been challenging. She says when COVID-19 hit, the Postal Service was actually in the middle of the rollout of a brand new retail management system for counters. So that complicated things even more. But the team, she says, has been rolling with the changes. 
and they're taking some new measures. We've liaised with a local company to sanitize the mail, and we are taking an additional step out of an abundance of caution by also reaching out to the DEH to see if they wish to conduct any tests on the mail before we start processing it and delivering it to the post boxes to which it's been addressed. The Postmaster General, though, is still asking for a little patience because things are taking more time than we might be used to. But she's happy at the services we are able to provide to the public again. Domestic mail service is available. We take payments on postbox rentals. We do sale of stamps, both regular commemorative stamps as well as revenue stamps that may be needed for legal documents. We also take utility bill payments specifically for water authority, CUC, and logic. For parcels received before the lockdown, contact the Postal Service for details on how to retrieve those. As to when mail will start coming in from the U.S. and other jurisdictions, Ms. Glasgow reminds us that it is actually up to the source country to do that. But instructions have been provided to them through the Postal Union on the steps needed to get mail here. Now let's check in with Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin with a look at local sports. Thank you, April. A local boxer has completed his final coaching course and is now a national level one boxing coach. Theodore Kelly has been a boxing coach in training under the guidance of K-Man's head coach, Floyd Trumpet. Kelly has been conducting online theoretical courses with supervision with both Coach Trumpet and Coach Rogerio Pitta. Coach Floyd Trumpet is proud of Kelly's accomplishments. Theodore actually started um, training with me, not only to be a boxer, but a, a coach also last year march basically he was there looking at me the way conduct classes the way how to teach what to teach when to teach you know the practical part of, of coaching and i also did some um some weekend work with him and others in the cherry part so not only is is he now knowledgeable in, in teaching boxing but he can understand what he's teaching and um, he did pretty well and he has some experience now on his belt also because you have been part of our coaching program for the past year. So I think he will do very well in the future. Theodore Kelly was trained and tested on how to conduct a class, fundamental of boxing, the role of the coach and cutman in the corner, technical and tactical preparation, physical preparation, psychological preparation, and theoretical preparation. Kelly was unable for comment during press time as he is currently at the Royal Military Academy at Sandhurst, United Kingdom, with a local regiment. And a Cayman Islands national basketball player urges the public to stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. Hi, this is Aaron Taylor, a member of the men's national basketball team currently at University in the U.S. I would like to encourage all fellow students, whether they're at home or overseas, to please remember to practice social distancing, wear your mask in public, wash your hands when possible, obey all laws and stay safe. And don't forget, as Christian Larson once said, believe in yourself and all that you are. Know that there is something inside you that is greater than any obstacle. Aaron Taylor is currently studying and is one of the point guards for Randall University in Oklahoma. That's the end of sports for today. Back to you, April. Thank you, Dion. NCVO Children and Family Services has bumped up its annual telethon by several months to bring us the Hearts from Home edition. The yearly fundraiser for operating costs this year will be completely virtual. The art showcase will be hosted by local celebrities and simulcast across the islands. The event is pre-recorded, but there will be interaction backstage via Zoom. So you'll be able to meet the artists, purchase art, win raffle prizes, play games, and a lot more. The event will also launch the NCVO's membership program, Nifty Neighbors. 
Miriam Foster is the CEO of the NCBO and has committed to riding 92 miles on her bike for the 92 children supported by the NCBO's programs. I'm on mile 15. I encourage everyone to take part. I want to do a shout out for our newest nifty neighbors who have completed 92 of something, Katie Petney, Tim Curtis, and want to say a special shout out to Natasha Casebolt who completed over 500 masks during this time and accepted donations for the NCBO. So we're so appreciative for the immense community support and we encourage everyone to tune in on Saturday. Send your donation now. We appreciate it and it'll help us ensure that we can keep providing the essential services that we do. To make a donation and to get all the details about Saturday's event, you can head to the NCBO Facebook page. Radio Cayman is a sponsor of the event and we'll be airing a portion of it starting just after our 6 o'clock news block on Saturday. It's also going to be on Cayman Life TV, Logic Channel 33. And finally tonight, social work students from the University College of the Cayman Islands headed to the front lines to bring a little relief to those impacted by the crisis. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego has more. The First Assembly of God has been a meeting point for several hundred people recently to find a little relief from the financial impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic. There, the Cayman Food Bank has been distributing staple foods to individuals and families, and helping in this effort are students from the social work program at UCCI. They've been getting an up-close and personal look at what it means to assist people in need and also taking the opportunity to fulfill the fieldwork requirements of their studies. Director of UCCI's Social Work Program, Felisa Robinson, explains it is the first time students have done some of their required fieldwork hours at the Kimen Food Bank. Just prior to the restrictions imposed by the government to slow the spread of the coronavirus, Robinson said she had been in talks at the food bank about having students help with the organization with client assessments and administrative work. Shortly after the 12 government programs where students do their fieldwork shut down, the partnership with the food bank was cemented. The students are helping with some administrative work as well as getting hands-on with putting together food packages and distributing them to those in need. More than 300 people were given bags of food at a recent morning distribution. One student, Rochelle Moya, said the volunteer experience has been eye-opening, showing you that a lot of people out there are in need. She added, it allows us to see what we do in a crisis situation. Dealing directly with those in need, she said, illuminates some of what she's learned at UCCI. Another student, Estefani Barnett, said helping at the food bank is rewarding, but at the same time humbling. And student Maya Dunkley said the work has made her more confident about the path she is on. Director Robinson said once the crisis is over, she plans to continue to use the Cayman Food Bank as an avenue for her students to get experience. Director of Operations for the Cayman Food Bank, Marie Eden, says she is thrilled to have the UCCI students assisting her team of volunteers during a time of increased demand, adding they wouldn't be able to do this without the students. She reports they've went from seeing 100 families a week to 700 and more, and it's growing. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. And that is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.